whole sports all plays. Whole sports all plays. Whole sports all plays. We're making a place. You're talking the game, get you to the days. We're hiding the court, they're dying in the lane. Variety topics, living the same. Authentication, sports information. In the airways, taking the nation. All sport, all plays, they work your faces. Grace at the field, so tie the laces. All sports, all plays. What is going on? He's on fire. Uh, welcome. Uh, uh, this is a regular pod that uh, this go round. Uh, Evan is uh, unavailable today. Uh, same thing uh, with Amit. Uh, he's busy during the week. And then Suns fan Randy, a di- uh, different position at his work. So he's not available. But we have a special guest today, uh, Specs Media. Uh, check out his YouTube. And uh, you can find him on Twitter as well. Uh, he makes really good content. But uh, yeah, uh, first I wanted to uh, say, uh, well, uh, happy Fourth of July and stuff. I hope all y'all had a great, uh, you know, kickback uh, with family. Uh, lit off some illegal fireworks. Are really illegal out here in Arizona. Uh, hopefully, you got the chance to do that uh, this weekend. I was really celebrating my birthday. Um, my birthday was the third, and again, I, I appreciate everybody that messaged me directly and and gave me a shout out uh, on the socials and stuff. Uh, it was really nice seeing that and. And I appreciate each and one, uh, each and every single one of you, uh, all the people that uh, return back uh, every single show. And I, I'm uh, really grateful for all y'all. And I'm and I'm happy to take time out of my night to present you guys uh, just sports coverage in general. And that deserves it. He's on fire. So uh, again, thank you so much for uh, joining. Me and let's uh go ahead and bring in Specs. Uh Nick, how are you doing today, man? Uh I'm doing pretty good right now. Like yeah, I can't say I'm doing bad. I'm doing pretty good. Oh man, oh man. He's on fire. <laughs> uh but I, I thank you for joining me short notice and stuff. Uh I really wanted to uh, push out uh this new Suns update coming from Flex and a couple of other insiders across the NBA. So uh, uh, no better to have a guy like you join another Suns fan that covers the NBA. So, uh, you know, uh, thank you again for joining. Uh, so, uh, let's just start with, uh, sorry, I, I very unprepared right now. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to Dan Tuarte and, uh, Flex from Jersey. Uh, they have a, a podcast coast to coast. Uh, really insightful podcast, and they're doing uh, whatever it takes to push out their content. If you don't know, Dan lives out here in Arizona, and Flex he lives in Jersey. So to, uh, to you know, time zone issue, trying to get together and, and do these pre uh, pre recorded podcasts and stuff. And they really try their best to push out content. And for all that sac- sacrificing and stuff, uh, shouts out to them. And plus, really good content. Please. Uh, you know, check them out. Uh, even, you know, considering all, all this, uh, uh, you know, all this sun stuff that's going on right now. Uh, first, before we dive into all the KD stuff, uh, just uh, like 30 minutes to an hour ago, uh, Booker uh, officially signed uh, the Supermax extension. And I couldn't be more happier uh, for him. He deserves every dollar, every cent. 
and he's been nothing but loyal and faithful to the Sens organization. He went through so many bad years. He's gone through so much shit over social media. And uh, Nick, I just want you to talk about like just Devin, uh, Devin Booker officially signing a four-year extension. Man. All right. So first off, I'm going to be honest. So I think it was like 2017, 2018. I kind of got into basketball a lot more because I was born like a big football fan in my family. And when I started watching basketball, I just kind of rooted for the Bulls because that was my dad's favorite team. But I didn't actually like really pick a favorite team. But then I started going to a bunch of Suns games because that's when tickets were cheap as hell. And I remember just going to the games. I was like, yo, I like the vibe. And Devin Booker was like my favorite player to watch. So seeing him from kind of the beginning and now seeing how he's doing now, I'm so happy, especially that when people talk about loyal players, no one ever mentions Booker, which I find so weird. I, I saw this day. It was like the only two loyal players left the NBA and it was Steph and Dave. I'm like, um, did y'all forget about Booker? Like, come on, this right. man has been through everything. Like, I'm so happy he got this. He fully deserves every cent of this. No, I like I hundred percent agree. He like I, I'll throw him everything, you know, Filiberto's uh, chain, you know, like you, you can go down the list. Like you gotta be his personal so driver too. <laughs> <laughs> He's just done so much for Phoenix, and we've gone through so many bad years as Arizona fans. Uh, you know, for the Suns organization, the Cardinals organization, and it's and Diamondbacks, especially if you're a baseball guy. So college it, football. Yeah, college football, dude. It, it's it's fucking shit everywhere. So, <laughs> so uh, it, I'm very grateful that a guy like Devin Booker, so humble and so uh, outgoing, it and it's just so good and great with his craft, and he wants to work and be as great as possible and earn the respect that I think he rightfully deserves. And for him to do that here in Phoenix is great, you know. So. Um, yeah, like uh, I get what you mean, Todd. I mean, when the Suns first acquired Booker, right back in 2015, seems like forever ago. It was. Uh, he, he was only supposed to be like a Cam Johnson guy, just you know, spot up shooter, whatever, whatever. No one really knew his bag, uh, besides a couple people around the league. Uh, LeBron was aware of him, KD. Uh, just just some of the high, the, you know, the high level players, you know, they were aware of the capability uh, that Booker had, and he didn't play a lot in college, which is wild to think about. Considering yeah. But to be fair, that, that was one of the most loaded college teams we've oh, seen yeah. in a while. So, for sure. yeah. so being a six man wasn't as bad as if he was on a decent team. Like that was arguably one of the best college teams we've seen in a while in college basketball. But no, nah, he, he did his thing over there in Kentucky, and I, I can see why he went lottery. Uh, yeah, so yeah, like that team was absolutely loaded. I love that uh, Kentucky team. Uh, but yeah, just he's come so far with earning a starting position to being the only sole scorer on a really shitty team, and him being, you know, double team and ridiculed and be, uh, being criticized for being a uh, player with em- uh, empty stats. He's he's come such a long way. And now he uh, he's in in a position of being a, uh, in my opinion, the the best shooting guard in the league right no, now. No, easily, easily, yeah. no doubt. And he's on a championship caliber team uh, with one of the best uh, point guards of all time, <laughs> and potentially uh, one of the best 
scores of all time, a top 10 player just in general. That yeah. can be happening later in this offseason. But, uh, yeah, first I wanted to address that. Uh, shout out to Booker. He's definitely, uh, you know, top three uh, best athletes in Arizona history. You know, Larry, it's going to take a long time to beat Larry. Then, yeah. then it goes Booker, then Randy Johnson, however you want to arrange that, yeah. then Barkley. Yeah, you can throw in whoever, but th those are the definite, you know, four. So shout out to Booker. Um uh, let let's transition into some of the stuff that's been happening in the last uh, 24, 48 hours. Um, Fourth of July, obviously uh, the deal didn't happen. There was speculation that it could happen on the fourth. Me personally, I would have loved it, of course, but uh, I, I had a you know a pit in my stomach that said it's probably not not going to happen this weekend. And on you know Fourth of July. Uh, or it was even the third. I, I can't remember exactly. Uh, there was uh, pictures circulating on Twitter of a, a Brooklyn Nets uh, jet blue plane landing at Sky Harbor the day of, uh, and like everyone was all like, "Is KD here? Is uh, Sean Marks here?" Uh, and but I guess those planes are pretty common. Like uh, like Phoenix Suns are desperate for uh, uh, Phoenix for Suns news. fans in general are desperate for um this kd thing to happen and i hope kd is seeing it too uh because hey, make, you know, hey, hey make sure you put yourself in those list of fans you don't not it's not them you're as you're as well on there i see everybody on twitter be like we need kd news asap like come on <laughs> i mean i don't blame you but like come on now yeah. i've seen it on my feet every like 10 minutes yeah i was definitely in that and, and i'll bet uh uh to flex i'm sorry that i was bombarding you with like i need an update because i like i feel i feel like i was just about every fan in the valley yeah uh just waiting uh for your news to drop about uh it's official kd's coming but after the weekend passed like the euphoria just kind of washed away now i'm just kind of just rolling with it because i thought it would have been cool to sign kd around my birthday on my birthday whatever but um yeah so Suns fans were desperate you know and so uh, this weekend passes, nothing happens, but some news was coming through other media sources like Woj, Sham, like Sham, Sham, however you say it, uh, about, uh, you know, the potential Kyrie and Russell Westbrook trade. And uh, there was talks and then it's frozen now. And, you know, a lot of people were speculating about what this can possibly mean. And uh, Flex last night, he addressed – Every all of our questions and stuff. So uh, before we dive into that, uh, uh, Nick, did you want to touch on anything before we dive into everything that Flex has mentioned in the last twenty four hours? Um, I mean, not really. It's just that you know we're is eventually gonna go down, and I think the title even says it or the thumbnail, whatever, says like it's not if it's like well, when or something along the lines of like that. So I'm very confident it's going to happen, but it's just going to take a little time, especially with the stuff we're going to talk about today. Yeah, for sure. But, oh, I almost forgot. So uh, some of you, uh, y'all pro probably don't play video games like that. Uh, I mean, it, it it's all good. You know, I'm not going to uh, kill you for it, but let's uh, – it's official. Oh, that, that is clean. Yeah, so – this looks. Uh, this sounds like this is an official cover of the NBA 2K23 uh, standard uh, cover. There's a there's a championship 
or, or like a like a legend edition you can get, which is going to have Jordan on it. This is one of the cleanest covers I've seen. And you can look at the previous 2K covers. They're really not that crazy. This is by far one of the most unique and best ones. Like the Arizona Sunset. You got the Saguaro Swain in the back. What was Kobe's up? Uh, oh, yeah, nice, this purple yeah. Kobe's the B legendary right here. Yeah, full screen. Like this cover is fucking clean. I'll take the fine JNS. I'll like <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a clean ass cover, man. And I'm gonna get this printed out. I'm gonna put it up in the room. And I'm gonna oh, you see the B legendary on it. Now that is dope. Yeah. I, I like that. So a lot of people were bitching. <laughs> about Booker being on the cover because for some oh, reason yeah. nobody likes Book, uh, Booker. And why do I have Arizona shit? Uh, Arizona State. Wait, hold up. I'm sorry. <laughs> My fault, y'all. Come okay. on now. No, this ain't, the, <laughs> this ain't the, come on, Jay. This ain't the time for that. I know, man. Now we, we talking uh, about a good team. Come on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so a lot of people have been bitching about Booker being on the cover. One, 2K, uh, traditionally chooses the player from the year before like uh like so they chose to cover after booker's performance in the finals the 340 bombs uh he like he was great throughout the whole finals like like he like he was just stellar Giannis was already on a cover curry's already been on one fucking lebron has been on like five or six like yeah something like that yeah like so if if we're gonna bitch about who should be on the cover, why was no one complaining when Zion was on? Uh, thank you, yo. Thank <laughs> you. That man like played. Did I don't even think he played a full season. Did he even did he even play a season when it came out? No, no. That's that's crazy. Cause like yeah, Zion didn't even play a single game, and people were like, oh, that's perfect. And then Booker's been doing amazing stuff for years. He gets on the cover, and people are like, that's 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 a disgrace. Oh my god, I do not remember her name. Um, it starts with M, something like that. Mev. Nah, that I'm not gonna lie. That was my Twitter crush. I lost all feels after that. Like, nah, I'm about to block her. But she um, hates, yeah, she hates on the sun, man. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't understand how people are saying it's a disgrace. Like, this is, I'm not gonna lie, I'm shocked it happened because of how the Suns get treated, but I'm so happy it did happen because now nah, Booker fully deserves it. And I'm getting, I'm getting it framed as well. I'm buying the Jordan one, but around December when it goes really cheap, I'm gonna buy the, the game again just for the cover because I gotta get yeah. that framed. Yeah, I gotta get the, the physical and the print to put on the wall because the last sense player that was on the cover was Amari Sotomayor, and I think that was NBA Live 09. Yeah, I wanna yeah, say. That, yeah, that wasn't even like a 2K, that was like live. Yeah, so that was the last Suns player that's been on a cover. So, uh, again, shout out to Book. That's another thing to add. And if, you, if you're gonna bitch about a cover, uh, yeah, shit. Uh, everyone was like, well, what has Book done in the playoffs? The, the same question applies here. Look, like, Luca was on a cover way too early before he even did anything. All yeah. he did was clap the Clippers or gave him trouble. Yeah. And he made a cover. But no one wants to say shit. So, like, I don't know what's, what people's beef is with, uh, you know, Booker just in general. I don't get it. He's such a stellar player. Uh, but I think it's yeah. I think it's the Kobe thing, even though he said so many times, do not compare me to Kobe. Like, that's the only thing I can come up with. Kobe is his favorite player, and Stephen A compared him to Kobe, and people made a fucking fit oh. out of it. And 
And honestly, Kobe missed a lot. And I don't see Booker missing a lot. So No, <laughs> no, no. Saying, Booker's, Booker's efficient. Yeah, I'm not saying Booker is Kobe. I'm just saying, like, like I had gripes with Kobe for, uh, you know, a few reasons. And, yeah. And one of them was his efficiency. And there was a lot of times where he wasn't efficient when he was supposed to be. And um, uh, fucking 2010 finals with the Celtics, <laughs> like, that's one of them. But uh, like, let's just steamroll ahead. Um, okay, let's get into this flex stuff. Yeah, I just wanted to address that real quick. One of the cleanest 2K covers I've seen. Uh, but, um, yeah, so let's uh, Coast to Coast podcast, Dan Duarte and Flex. Shout out to them. Uh, so uh, I wrote everything on my phone. So if you see me reading, uh, it's just because uh, there's a lot of information here. Um, so uh, first, let's just start with all the misinformation that's been sp- spreading around, uh, you know, just through Sports Center, uh, Fox, whatever. You know, every sports analyst and insider has their fucking input and fans, too. Are good. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand how these contracts work, how trades work, how – and I'm not claiming that I even know how it works. It's it's a very complicated thing, and there's a reason why there's only 30 people in, like in the country can like, – like, Fully understand it. Yeah. yeah, and fully understand it, and James Jones is one of those guys. So like I don't blame insiders and, and sports analysts – uh, putting them shoes, uh, uh, like putting themselves in the shoes of a GM and stuff, because that's kind of the way you have to look at it. But you got to look at the whole landscape of it all. Um, it's a players' league, uh, like so. Uh, Kawhi was able to leave when he wanted to leave. Yeah, he had to make sort of a pit stop where he didn't want to, but like again, he you know drove himself out of San Antonio and ended up uh, landing in LA eventually with Toronto being in the middle. Uh, James Harden left twice uh, within 18 months and Russell Westbrook, uh, he, like he doesn't bitch or uh, anything like that, but you know, he moves when he wants to. So it's a player's league, especially if you have a high profile in the league. So if you don't think Katie has any leverage, I don't know what to tell you, man. He's a player. He's one of the best players today. And he all, we almost went against him in the finals. If his foot was an inch fucking yeah. shorter, we would have went against the Nets in the finals. Yeah. And and considering the injury he came back from, he's been stellar. So he has been the most consistent player for the Nets the last three years. Yeah, he was out for one year because of that uh, leg thing. But – like Katie's a baller. He comes, he does what he's supposed to do. He uh, he plays the games, he balls, he doesn't really bitch. He talks to the press, whatever he needs to do, and then he continues. What's really put a stake but, uh, between uh, the Nets organization and KD is Kyrie, James Harden, and all these other thrown-in additions and stuff that's happened throughout the years. Like a lot of people aren't talking about this, but what what's going on between Kyrie and KD and just the Nets organization? This can cost Sean Marks, the Nets GM, like his job potentially, and like because he's been under the microscope. And honestly, I think he's done a pretty poor job um, just managing players. 
especially how Kyrie's been acting. And then, uh, and then what Flex has mentioned uh, a little later on in this podcast is that uh, Ben Simmons is on the chopping block. So it's like, why even go through all the trouble to, you know, like you, like Sean Marks just continued to make issues uh, for himself and the organization, and people are give, uh, giving KD shit for leaving, and I don't necessarily understand why because Kyrie has been, uh, you know, not available. He's making himself unavailable, and James Harden, uh, his performance wasn't there. His body just took a complete one eighty. And he just wasn't performing. Uh, Joe Harris got hurt, and then all these role players that came on minimums aren't that have no chemistry together. And so it's it, it just doesn't work. And then plus Steve Nash coming in, a rookie coach that doesn't know what he's doing, and playing KD forty plus minutes every night, and and it's like it's like the organization top to bottom has been mismanaged. Uh, Nick, through your perspective through through your eyes do you blame kd for leaving in general despite the sun stuff like like what are your thoughts about this so here's the thing so i talked about it today i'm probably gonna talk about tomorrow but it's nba contracts as a whole having no value that's the essential thing and in my head i'm trying to come up with like things about like solutions like okay how could we avoid this well the problem is when you sign a contract there's kind of context that people don't remember i think katie wanted to play a Kyrie that was going to be good but then harden joined the mix and then things got messed up when harden was being real lazy and then Kyrie became spiritual whatever just doing a bunch of random shit that pushed Harden to leave and now you have players wanting to leave and now he's like well I don't want a player anymore and I don't blame him I mean when I don't think he was gonna leave originally when he signed that four or five year deal whatever it was but now that he's in this situation and he's gonna more than likely be alone in Brooklyn because Kyrie's about to get traded within these next couple weeks there's no way he's gonna want to stay in Brooklyn so I understand him and there's no real way to predict what's going to happen because the NBA is a crazy league. So I don't necessarily blame him for leaving. But, yeah, that's just me, honestly. Yeah, it's just a messy situation top to bottom. You know, like me, uh, I criticize KD for going to Golden State, but he's his own man. He can do whatever he wants. And he got two chips out of it and two finals. Yeah. MVPs. And he shot a dagger in my favorite player's face twice, actually. <laughs> And, uh, like, he didn't get the result that he wanted. Uh, he didn't get necessarily the respect because he was on Golden State. And uh, all of us told him, like, that's what's going to be the end result of that. And he tried doing his own thing with the Nets, and he thought Kyrie was the reliable guy. But it turns out the only person that could keep Kyrie in check for a season, a season or two, is LeBron. And without a second co-star, like, what are you supposed to do? Just – like exactly what KD did uh, the year that we went to the finals is drag a bunch of fucking injured and not so good players uh, to the conference finals. Like he was dropping like 50 a night. Yeah. He and, and playing like uh, he was playing hour long games practically. Yeah. Like he played like, I think like, he averaged like 45 to 50 OTs. minutes. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. He was playing straight up hour games. High competitive right. basketball. 
Yeah, I even brought that up when Amit was saying a couple podcasts ago, like, oh, I don't know about KD. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, this is the same man that played this many games and carried this team that there was no way they were going to make the finals. Like, there was just no way. Like, KD did everything in his power. And honestly, I think KD still has has it in it. So, just saying. Yeah. Like, me and Nick agree that KD still has a lot in the tank. He's 33. He's going to be 34 a little later on this year. Uh, but, yeah, let, let's touch on what the insiders and uh, fucking sports analysts have been saying. Like, they've been bringing up Toronto. They've been bringing up Golden State, Boston, uh, wh- wherever your heart desires, L.A. Okay. Since I mentioned it's a player's league, uh, KD said – Phoenix one, Phoenix two, Miami at three. And the, basically what he said. And with all these, like, it's so frustrating, but it was kind of expected. All these analysts and sports media people totally wrote out the Suns and started talking about literally everybody else. And Toronto is a big market because Toronto is the only, you know, team in Canada, like that the whole country behind that team. And, you Golden State, of course, Golden State Warriors fans want fucking KD back because he got him two rings in three years, got to the finals three years straight, and you know, like, of course they want that back. Then Boston, like KD just lost to Boston. He just got swept. Oh, he changed their pick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so like he just got swept by Boston. So why would he go to Boston? And so and then with Miami, the trade is unrealistic. Like he like he wants to play with like the starting four, basically, and and nothing less of that. And there's a reason for that. It's because he wants to go to Phoenix. And but you know, Woj and you know, every, everybody else has just wrote out the Suns completely, like he didn't mention Phoenix at all. So that's really frustrating, but it's kind of expected. But, you know, the Vegas odds, they don't lie. Phoenix has been favorite the whole fucking time. So, um, yeah, Woj is on the Nets payroll. Like, yeah, I was just about to say, no, nah, he's on the payroll. There's there's yeah. no way. This is crazy. Like, like Katie will literally, everyone's like, hey, man, where does Katie want to go? Katie, I want to go to Phoenix. Everyone, nah, you want to go to Toronto. You want to go to Miami. You want to go to Golden State. No, I want to go to Phoenix. And it's just... Every single day, it's a new team that isn't Phoenix. It is so damn annoying. Yeah, it's literally everybody else. And yes, of course, Toronto can put together a really good package uh, of Scotty Barnes, Gary Trent. Like, they're not going to give up Scotty though. So yeah, they're not going to give up Scotty. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get into that because uh, uh, Flex mentioned uh, something uh, similar to that. Uh, okay. Yeah. So like. Yeah, of course these teams can put together packages like uh, fucking Nick Wright. He mentioned New Orleans, but throwing Brandon no. Ingram. And, uh, that, that, and that's dumb. Like, that's dumb. I'm not going to. And that's it's dumb as shit because CJ and BI are so good together and they're mm-hmm. just about to get Zion. Why would they like. I'm not even touching up? that. I'm not even touching that core. Yeah. Like only getting bets on the bench. That's it. Yeah. Nothing else. So. With that being said, a lot of these insiders and stuff, and Jake fucking Fisher. Jesus Christ. Jake nah, Fisher. Jake is Fisher. Oh, <laughs> oh, my fault. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> okay. 
No, I thought no, I thought you had two headbands on. I was like, what? Oh, oh no, no, yeah. no. Yeah, it, it, it looked kind of weird. Now you good? Uh, but uh, yeah, so like, I've never been so close to like watching updates for a team and stuff really uh, like this because one, uh, you know, we're running a podcast now, so I have to stay in tune with everything. Oh yeah, the Grizzlies was one too, P Dog. Yeah, it's like, like you're gonna ship out the whole team. Like, like, essentially, like, if he if he wanted to go to the Grizzlies, he, like, he would have he would have done that by now. Yeah. So, besides the point, a lot of, like seeing like what everybody has to say and everything that's been put out, like a lot of people don't know what they're talking about, and this it's been like that's been the most gleaming thing to me, and to add to that. What Flex said last night, one of the first little things he said was that Katie and his agent have made it a point to everybody in the league that uh, he wants to go to Phoenix. And if he gets traded in, like anywhere else, he's not interested and he's not staying for the long term. Uh, and so he, uh, he said, don't even try. Don't even go after me. So that's why I think Toronto pulled out or put out that they're not willing to throw in Scotty Barnes because yeah. that, that that came out today. Yeah. So oh, I thought this I thought this Ben came out about Barnes not being included in the trade. Uh, and, <laughs> and there was talks like official today, like uh, I, I don't know exactly, but I did see that they weren't gonna put in Scotty Barnes. So yeah, even even then, and, that is so dumb to do. If you were to, yeah, that's that's just dumb. Some shit, and yeah. so uh, that that's one of the first things Flex said. The like, Katie and his agent made it a point that he wants to go to Phoenix, and he doesn't want to, you know, make any pit stops. He wants to go directly to Phoenix, and so one that that's a dub for Phoenix fans. Okay, like Katie is being uh, straight up, and he's being, uh, you know forceful and he's making his point across that don't even try me i'm tr- like i, I, I want to go to phoenix okay so th- that's a dub for katie just in general uh then uh uh so flex also mentioned uh since it didn't happen over the weekend uh it probably wasn't going to happen but uh he uh flex also mentioned that it's probably going to take a little bit longer uh uh, this is what I hear from a source. Uh, it's going to take a little bit longer uh, probably for this to play out because uh, we're obviously going to address uh, the elephant in the room with DA and what's going to be going on with him. And then just with the waiting game that Sean Marks is pulling uh, with us and just with everybody else in the league uh, because uh, everybody on sports media thinks that the Nets have uh, the leverage uh, over KD and Kyrie and how and whoever else, but really, yeah, I no. think it's 60 40 or 70 30 KD Kyrie, uh, to you know move forward and get what they want, and so that uh, that's something to consider too. Uh, obviously, us Suns fans, we want the, this thing to happen yesterday, but uh. But Flex also mentioned the longer this plays out, the more that it works out for us because, uh, one, like the longer this goes, uh, the less, uh, like the value drops off of KD the longer this waits. So there's a possibility that 
the, the longer this goes, uh, we will probably be able to keep Mikel. And if that's what it takes, I'm willing to wait all goddamn summer to keep Mikel yeah, on this team. So th- that's a dub by itself. But uh, but here, here's the other thing. So this is the leverage that the Nets have. It's so, – uh, sorry, I'm talking a lot. Uh, no, good. The leverage that the Nets have is, you know, when, like, how long they can, you know, keep this going, right? So a card that they can play is they don't have to trade Kyrie and they don't have to move Kevin Durant. So Sean Marks can make him go through training camp and have him play to start the season and just see where it goes. I think to everybody that's that's kind of dumb because you can piss off these players and you no. give them what they want. Then all of a sudden you build this bad reputation of the front office and no one's going to want to play for you. So playing the long game, I don't think it's smart. Also, remember what James Harden pulled when he wanted to be traded both times. He just played right. like ass on purpose. Like that's always an option that if they really wanted to, Katie could probably do that. But no, go ahead. Right. And yeah, like Harden, he made it a point uh, to to start that he like he didn't want to play for Houston anymore, and Houston didn't uh, wasn't willing to trade him. And like push come to shove, uh, he ended up uh, getting what he wanted. Uh, it took a little longer, but uh, he got where he wanted to go. Uh, but so that's what uh, Flex mentioned is that this is probably going to take a little longer, and so. Flex is confident that the only two places Kevin Durant will be playing to start the season is the Phoenix Suns and the Brooklyn Nets. He doesn't think anybody else is included in this, and not to the slightest. Not Toronto, not Boston, not Golden State, not Miami, nobody. So I I hope a lot of weight dropped off y'all's shoulders. Uh, That's what Flex mentioned. Uh, So there's that. uh oh okay i don't know if you saw this but um so skip bayless today uh he essentially uh said that like katie should stay and play with this uh core and try to make oh yeah with his brother durant's brother commented uh i fucking quoted it too uh skip the hell with that and (laughs) so (laughs) No, nah, uh, yeah, no, he, nah, he's he's leaving Brooklyn. He's leaving Brooklyn. No, he doesn't even want to be there anymore. Free my man, KD. So if Kevin Durant's brother is saying that, I like I what I've heard, uh, them two are really close. So uh, that's probably a, a good sign for us at least uh, going forward. I wouldn't dwell on it too much. It could just be his brother talking shit. Um. So now that'd be a wild move, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the longer this goes, the more that plays uh, plays in our favor, uh, essentially. Uh, like, the more assets would drop, the longer this goes. And it's going to be to the point where the Nets get some dog shit back. Yeah, and they're not gonna they're not gonna win this trade. They're getting fleeced in some way, whether yeah, it's highway robbery or just barely. They're going to get robbed. Just yeah. just let it happen already. Just it'll end slower. I promise. Just end it already. Like <laughs> this this isn't gonna go well if we just keep it's dragging not. this on. Because the longer it goes on, the more you're gonna get fleeced. Just 
you're holding up the line for free agency. Just just end it already, please. Yeah, it, like they're gonna get fleeced somehow in some way. It's better just to you know just cut your losses and move on because you took the L on this. You mismanaged, and you just gotta you know you you gotta let these motherfuckers go. Okay, uh, I don't think Ky- keeping Kyrie is the solution. I don't think forcing KD to play for you is the solution. And building around Ben Simmons, I don't think that's no. And then don't even don't even bring that up. Don't even. I'm gonna get a headache <laughs> talking about that. <clears throat> oh shit! What was I gonna say? Um, fuck! I forgot what I was gonna say. No, nah, I had a good point too. That's crazy. Oh yeah, um, if there's a situation where Phoenix obviously they keep Poker and Paul, if they somehow can keep Mikel and they keep Cam Johnson, I'm naming my kid after James Jones. I- I'm putting that right there. I'm <laughs> naming my Jones kid after yeah, yes, James. Yeah, because my last day is video. No, I'm secretly Brian Windhorse's son or something. I don't know how that works, but uh, yeah. Oh, so. Uh, yeah, so that's essentially what uh, uh, Flex said, and uh, God, I should have double spaced these. God damn. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. So what the Nets asking price is is ridiculous. Okay, like they basically want Jesus, some swap, uh, some uh, pick swaps, and LeBron, and if Mikel, Cam Johnson, and Da and some picks isn't the package that they're looking for, they're not going to get it anywhere else. So like that's the best package possible. So Mikhail, uh defensive player of the year, runner up. He should have won it. Like, yeah, smart, ain't, that, ain't, ain't that guy. Fraud. And Cam Johnson got robbed of being in the three point contest. Statistically a top five, three point. Yeah, top, top three. I thought. Um... Yeah. It was, he was like neck that. and neck. He's yeah, he was there. neck and neck. I think it was, I think it was like Eric Gordon or someone that had like had him beat by like point two. It, it pissed me off. And he was even in the three point contest. That's man. What the hell? Yeah. So then, Da a top five center, and like I don't know if we killed his value or not, but I feel like any basketball watcher knows how good Da is and how, uh, like how how much his potential is. And so it, and plus we own all of our picks from like 2025 to like, like 2029 or something. Yeah. Something, like something long, something yeah, long like it, that pause. We, we own those picks. Okay. I'm yeah. one of a couple of teams that actually own our picks. If that isn't enough, then that tells me that they're just, dragging this out and hoping that they can make amends with Kyrie and Katie. When I say that, Nick, what do you think? Um, you want to like elaborate like a little bit? Like uh just uh, just like uh, is that way of thinking uh like is a good conclusion for uh, that result like uh, like there's no like there's no better package out there right now besides oh, yeah, no. what I just mentioned. <laughs> So yeah. it has to be that they're dragging this out and hoping to make amends with Katie and Kyrie. Yeah, honestly, I think they want to like get it fixed because they tried to secure it last year during training camp. I remember talking about it, and I 
I don't think they ever committed at all. I think the oh, I know they signed, but they were trying to get all three of them. But nah, they're just they're just dragging out at this point. Like like I said earlier, just let it happen. You're going to get fleeced. You're going to lose this trade no matter what. But that's okay because you're losing a guy that doesn't want to. <laughs> you're losing a guy that doesn't want to play for you, and you're going to get guys to return that they're young. You know, you're going to have them for longer than Katie would have been on your team. Like technically both sides are going to win this trade. When you really think about it, value wise, the nets will lose, but we look long-term if they get like DA, that could, that could be a guy on the team for years to come. Um, I'm not sure who else they would be like Cam Johnson, who like whoever they have to include as well. Like you're probably going to have them for a while and it's, it's going to be a good trade either way. So yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's going to happen. Would you rather get fleeced or would you rather just take the L like, come on. So, and especially if your job is on the line, I, I would do this sooner, Sean. If you're watching, man, I, I would do it sooner. <laughs> Fuck the Suns cap, dude. I, I would do it sooner. Uh, so, uh, I mentioned this uh, a little in the beginning, but uh, Flex also mentioned that uh, Ben Simmons is on the trading block as well. Uh, ben doesn't want to play for Brooklyn. Brooklyn doesn't want Ben playing for the Nets. It's a it's a mutual understanding between the two, so he is on the chopping block right now. So how Flex painted this out was that the Nets want, uh, well, p- potentially, is to trade all three and get the best package that they can from, from the KD trade, get whatever they can from the Kyrie trade, and hopefully secure a star with the Ben Simmons trade. With that Ben Simmons trade, uh, could potentially be Donovan Mitchell. And Donovan Mitchell and the Nets have a, a mutual interest between each other. The Donovan, he's from New York. His yeah. uh, dad is on the coaching staff for the Mets. And so the, and Met, the Met, Mets are Nets. Mets. Okay. 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 I was like, yeah. huh? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure we we're talking about the same thing. Okay. Now you're good. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, so uh, they, they have a mutual interest between each other. And, uh, like, originally, Donovan Mitchell was supposed to go to the Knicks uh, way back when. I don't know exactly when, but that was uh, that was in the talks. So I thought, my, I thought it was Miami. Or was it, like, both of them that are being talked well, about? Well, Miami put in a trade for Donovan Mitchell. But uh, I, I'm i referring to, like, a couple years ago. Uh, the, Donovan wanted to go – back to new york and he uh, he wanted to be a nick whatever he just wanted to be in new york so yeah yeah that makes sense yeah so potential three-team trade possibly four because of these rookie extension contracts uh because ben simmon has it uh, has it and then uh donovan has it as well so uh there's going to be some moving around so possibly with this whole da thing i'm hoping da um, it's cordial and he, you know, he wants to, you know, get what he wants and at the same time have the sons get what they want. I don't think there's a bad relationship between James Jones and DeAndre Aiden. I think it's a very professional relationship. I want to guess. I don't think there's any beef there. So might as well leave off happy, uh, happy on both sort of angles. And so I'm hoping uh, DA, uh, can help us out in this whole situation. And if DA gets an offer from Indiana or anywhere else, it does not kill the KD possibility. It makes yeah, it, I, I heard that a lot. Look, so yeah. Yeah. It, it makes it a, a little more different, a little more uh, difficult, but 
if Katie wants to be here, he's going to end up here. Okay. Yeah. Like whatever happens to DA, it's not going to affect the Suns going forward. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he can be offered uh, a sheet tomorrow, but I think we have a good relationship with Indiana because we've sent TJ Warren there. We've sent uh, uh, Jalen Smith there. Uh, so I, I and plus uh, we were in talks about Sabonis uh, a little while ago too. So I think James Jones yeah. has some sort of relationship with Indiana, and I think they can talk about uh, can you prolong this possibly? Uh, whatever the uh, the the thinking that James Jones has right now, but to pull off a three team trade, four team trade, it's going to be a sign and trade with Indiana or. Utah try to acquire a superstar. I think Miles My- Turner and Donovan will end up in in Brooklyn somehow. Uh, they don't have M- Malcolm Brogdon anymore, and Indiana like they don't have max money, but they're right under. So I'm like I don't think they can offer him the max per se, but uh, he can definitely get an offer sheet to you know go and play yeah. for Indiana. So. Yeah. Uh, when I say that, Nick, uh, did you want to add anything to that? Uh, to that? Um, no, I think you covered just about everything I would have said. You know, yeah. So now let's uh, move on. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're looking at right now, and I'm starting to think Flex is hearing directly from James Jones. I don't know if that's a source, but it fucking sounds like it, dude. So I mean, uh, yeah, he's, I, he's, like, he's been on the money since the Chris Paul thing. Uh, what were you going to, uh, what were you going to say? Nick? No, I was, I was going to say, you know, like, obviously, you know, you can't say your sources, but I wouldn't be surprised if like he got hacked or something and like it came out who, who his sources were or something crazy like that. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like James Jones or like, or like just someone really, really, really close to the Suns. Like I'm, I'm convinced that it has to be. Right. And like with Flex, what makes him so valuable with this is that he has sources within the Brooklyn Nets organization and then the Suns. So yeah. it makes him the most credible guy out there. So well, don't listen to Woj and these other, uh, you know, fuck nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, no, to talk about U- uh, so to talk about Utah, because Utah is very interesting in this whole thing. Joe Ingles is gone. Royce O'Neal is gone. Jordan Clark, uh, Clarkson and Mike Conley, uh, they're on the chopping block. And then uh, Rudy Gobert is gone. Yeah. So that just leaves Donovan. Why would Donovan stay in general? They got to read it. Why he would stay? The weather? No, I ain't, no, no, ain't no one trying to go to Utah. No, ain't no one trying to go to Utah. I'm sorry, Coach. I know you might be watching this. I'm pretty sure you live in Utah or something. But ain't no one trying to go to no damn Utah, especially for sports. So I understand completely why Donovan wants to get the hell out of there. I, I would too. Trust me. I would, I would too. Not, not even the city, but like just to like stay and try to prolong and try to be competitive with the shitty teams and trying to go through a rebuild. I don't think Donovan wants to do that. And especially in a low market like Utah, like Utah gets treated like Phoenix oh. and like, and, and, and in some sort of way. So why would he stay? So I, I'm pretty sure he's on the move. I think just about everybody can agree with that. I don't think he wants to stay for a rebuild. And if he goes to Brooklyn and let's say this three team trade happens, uh, potentially Donovan could be paired along with 
two max like players next season and not the season coming up, but the next season and have a, a pretty stellar team down in Brooklyn. And then Brooklyn can practically start over and have their new face of the franchise with, with the star, with the role, uh, the, the great role players, and then everything else that comes with it. So there is a plan out there that the Nets can pull the trigger on and we can get this ball rolling, but they want to play fucking games and, you know, we'll just, you know, we, we'll sit here because we know I'm, I'm pretty confident that Katie's coming. I don't know about you, Nick. Uh, I'll, I'll like, uh, like how sold are you uh, with Katie joining? You know, I'm seeing a lot of people, you know, every day. And I kind of called you out a little bit in the beginning as a joke, like asking for <laughs> constant updates. I posted like I posted the Homer Simpson sleeping meme today. Like, yeah. listen, it's, it's going to happen, okay? Just I'm. I think most of y'all have jobs. Y'all got kids, whatever. Just calm down, you know. Hang out with them. Do work. Watch Specs Media on YouTube. Watch He's on Fire. You know, just relax. You know, just chill. Like it's going to happen. I wouldn't stress out about it. Like I'm. I'm completely, completely confident this is going to happen. Like I have no worries whatsoever. Yeah, just to touch on uh, Utah one more time, like. The Rudy Gobert trade really kind of like fucked up the market. Like, yeah, with the five picks and X amount of players, Ruby going to Minnesota. After I thought about it, I like Ruby in Minnesota. I, I, I don't know about you. I think it can actually work and I think it can be pretty killer. Uh, like, what are your thoughts about that? It, it depends how they do it. You know, it really does depend. Is Cat going to use his offensive back that I know he has, but he's never been able to utilize, you know? Right. Is he going to be turned into more of a spot-up shooter? Are they going to try to run him and Rudy Gobert in a pick-and-roll situation? Because I think easily now, there's no doubt, Minnesota has the best, I think, backcourt. No, no, frontcourt. Um, but that I can think of right now in the NBA. I mean, we shit on Rudy Gobert a lot, but he's still a good defensive player. Don't get it twisted. He's a liability sometimes, but him and Cat together, I think it'll take, you know, pressure off each other. And I I said this last year, Minnesota has such a damn good team. I mean, it had Ant, D'Lo, Cat, they had some good bench depth. Like, I don't know why they don't do good. I, I don't understand it. And now it Gobert, and they really didn't give up any of the crazy players on their team with the depth, where I was right. like, oh, this is going to really affect them. They gave up almost nothing. I guess Malik Beasley was really the only player I was like, damn, like, I mean, I understand we got rid of him, but... So I think this works out for them. Unfortunately, I don't know if they're finals bound, but they have a good shot to do well in the West. Like, honestly. Like, I think what uh, Minnesota needed during the playoffs was uh, that veteran presence. And Patrick Beverly doesn't feel that like uh, Rudy's he's been in the league for a while and uh, like people bag on him. Like, uh, uh, yeah. He has some offensive limitations, and he can't guard all five positions. Like he can't really move his uh, feet uh, like the way that you want him to. But he's a damn good defender, man, and he yeah. knows how to roll. He knows how to you know play on the short roll. He knows how to like he's one of the best defenders in the league, and like his accolades show that. And with him being a true center, opens the opportunity for Cat to have one of his best seasons ever. And the cat plays more like a power forward anyway, but he was forced to play center. And like to have that veteran presence and like to have your specific role, 
now I think opens a lot for Minnesota. And I really like that Minnesota running uh, last season. Um, I think D'Lo is going to be leaving. Uh, he didn't have necessarily a good season. Uh, but I think they can get a nice little piece back. I don't know who, but I, I think it can happen. But uh, with the pairing of Ant, R- Rudy Gobert, uh, uh, Tyshawn Prince, and uh, – like I can't, I can't remember the whole roster, but then uh, at Rudy Gobert, I like, I think that's a solid squad, dude. And they really didn't have to give out much. Like Vanderbilt, uh, cool player. You know, he's not he's not a game changing type. Malik easily, yeah. he can go off one night and he can be shitty for. Yeah, it, it depends just, on the situation. Yeah. So with Minnesota, not like they haven't been good in a long time. Right. And so this was kind of like the first season that, you know, this showed true promise going forward. And so they could dump all the picks. Like, I honestly don't give a shit. Like, and I don't think they give a shit either. They haven't had luck in the draft anyway. Like ant is probably their, you know, their, their stellar, uh, you know, the guy that's going to leave the team now. And then cat was sort of a shot in the dark. No one really knew how good cat was going to be. Uh, he was good coming out of college, but a lot of people had questions. I do remember that. Uh, but like, I think Minnesota is good going forward, especially I think uh, now Cat has his role that he wants to play now, and I think he can uh, really flourish into uh, the peak of what Minnesota can be. Because honestly, Minnesota should have beat Memphis in the, in the playoffs, but they just yeah, they they should have, and then they blew like a million point leads. Like it was sad. Right. And so moving on uh, off of Utah, uh, that's out there. Uh, if you want to listen to the full Co- Coast to Coast podcast, please check out Dan Tuarte and uh, Flex from Jersey. Uh, uh, check their podcast out. And uh, they break it down a little better. Uh, but um, so Summer League is starting, uh, you know, uh, you know, with all the rookies, all the GMs get together and all this stuff. Flex implied that something could be – brewed up or stirred up uh during the summer league days with all the gms here there's gonna be conversations there's conference rooms uh player uh veteran players are going to be present and some stuff can happen uh during uh the nba summer league and that uh sean marks is going to be there james jones is going to be there and they should they need a fight on the front court i'm not gonna lie we need to i want to see a boxing match winner gets to decide how the trade goes that that would be an amazing end to this whole trade debacle or whatever you call it right that's a big word i call it (laughs) i've never used the word debacle before that's nuts uh, but so something can potentially happen during the summer league time but i do want to throw this out there that kevin durant does have this thing with July 7th of things being made. If you look at the date right now, it's the 6th, and the 7th is tomorrow. I'm like two hours, yeah. Like so I'm just throwing it out there. The last two times KD has moved, it's been on July 7th. So it could happen tomorrow. It could happen three weeks from now. I do not know. Hear me out. 7-7, seven, seven, July 7. So 7 is his number. He's going to sign tomorrow, confirmed. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> no, I was going to say yeah, no, nah, um, I'm just like being Suns fans, like put together the most random shit and then try to justify it as, oh, here's what this is going to happen. Right. Okay. So to move off the Summer League thing, that was sort of the last uh, tidbit that Flex 
uh, put out there on the pod. Uh, so it was very insightful. I appreciate him doing that and uh, getting that out there. But let's get into the needy, uh, the needy gritty of all this stuff. Okay. So on mm-hmm. July second, Kevin Durant tweeted. You y'all probably saw it. The one were locked uh, in that gym with me know what it is. They know what I'm about. If you haven't been in there with me, ask around. Okay. So. <laughs> no, I got uh, I got chills uh, hearing that because yeah. I know I know you're gonna say next. God damn. So today, Chris Avery, he was on like the Fox Network talking about the whole KD situation, and he said, and I quote, he quotations KD has been working out with Devin Booker this summer in Los Angeles. End quote. God. And then, and then mm. with that. Chris uh, Chris Haynes, another NBA insider, he put a stamp of approval on it, and then our very own Flex from Jersey uh, approved that as well. So that is credible stuff, and they've been working out together. Then the next thing that came out today was this morning, and uh, the Nets uh, just officially announced the hiring of former Suns head coach Igor uh, are we, oh, they got Igor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, to Steve Nash's coaching staff as covered below in early June. So Igor is part of the Nets coaching staff now. They're just bringing the Suns uh, to the, the Nets, basically. I like uh, they, yeah. they have Nash there. They have Amari there. Now they have Igor there. And don't they so, have Jared Dutton? No, never mind. That's Dallas. No, yeah, they, never. no they don't anymore. So, Oh, yeah, they like, did have him. Uh, Igor was – DA's first coach and Mikhail's first coach. So I'm just putting that out there. Uh, it's probably nothing. Uh, he's been going around the league for a little, little while, but that's just something to think about. But then the the other tweets today from Chris Haynes, uh, uh, and uh, this is from him, Mul- multiple stars throughout the NBA have tried to contact Kevin Durant <laughs> after his trade request, but he's gone dark. So <laughs> – it seems like the only player that that has connections to Kevin uh, Kevin Durant right now is Devin Booker. Yo, so, quick. Uh, like you know, you you, you put you could put together the dots. Or yes, can we, can we please connect the dots? Like there are so <laughs> many right now. Like, like come feel, on, is is it not like, obvious? I feel like Charlie and Always Sunny. He, he has like the that Penn Sylvia. No yeah, it's yeah. Just like, it's like that meme. Oh, yeah, it's like all that. Yeah, like that meme. Like all like the bunch of like. Yeah, no, I've seen yeah. that. And no. so I gotta uh, edit your face on it. Wait, didn't you already do that for a profile picture a while yeah, back? I did that, yeah, I gotta. Yeah, yeah. Bring that shit back now. Oh man. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, that was an, uh, one of the last things that came out today. Uh, uh, so, with that being said, all that information that's come out, uh, Nick. Uh, did you have any comments about that? Um, I guess the last thing is, well, I, I don't know if this is the last part of the podcast, but I just want to say real quick that, y'all, leave Flex alone, man. Like, I, I'm pretty sure this man's notifications are crazy. Like, yeah, he's bringing us all his news, but, like, it, you know, he's still a person. He has a job. He has a life. Like, let this man be. He, he's going to bring us the news when he's going to bring us the news. You know, if you want to harass anyone, you 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 can do it to me. You know, I, I'll, I'll take the blame for Flex, but just leave the man alone. Like, let him do his thing. Wait, right. for real? I didn't – wait, Sean Mark's the – I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, I forgot about that too. Was he a, yeah. was he a player or a coach? 
uh, player. Oh, word. Uh, but uh, yeah, Flex, uh, he has a full time job. He doesn't get paid for this, uh, you know, insider stuff. He just knows people that know people. And uh, he hears stuff down the grapevine and he is given the okay to tell Suns fans what's going on. So uh, I want to commend Flex for all the services that he's been doing for us and keeping us in the loop. Uh, but yeah, shout out to him. Uh, so that concludes uh, just about everything that's come out today from insiders and stuff, but we're going to transition into the last uh, bit of stuff. Obviously um, we got some new additions. We got Damian Lee, we got uh, Jacques uh, Landel, and then uh, we got uh, Josh Okogi. Yeah. And uh, Josh, really good defender. Can't shoot for shit. Maybe we can develop that uh, like from the corner three or something, but he's a really, really good defender. Damian Lee, uh, his IQ is a little more up in campaigns, but I'm thinking uh, Damian Lee is going to be filling in the Alfred Payton uh, spot. So I'd rather have Damian Lee than Alfred Payton, honestly. And then uh, Jacques, uh, uh, he can move, man. Uh, he moves a little better than Frank Kaminsky. Uh, he's a little taller. Uh, he uh, he rolls really good. He sets strong picks, and I think Chris Paul will have a field day. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Nick, uh, do you know about these guys at all? Uh, um, you have any thoughts? I've heard so. I actually do know a lot about Jock because one of my good friends is an Aussie, as we call him. And um, he said Jock Landale was actually like a beast in Australia. Like he's in like an NBL champion, MVP, all this. He so I, yeah, he, yeah, that man is that guy. So we got him for like dirt cheap too. And Josh Akogi, again, you know, yeah, we, we got him for cash. Like that's, that's the best way to put it. And Josh Akogi, you know, we signed him for a small amount and he's going to be really good wing depth. Damon Lee, I'm not going to lie. Warrior fans are like being sarcastic. Be like, oh, this is a great pickup. Um, I, I think it'll be fine. It cannot be worse than Alfred Payton. You really cannot be, and especially for the price we got him for. So if he's trash, we'll just throw him out the rotation. Or leave him on the side of the road or something, and then Biombo, we love Biombo. Yeah, th that's my boy. Business man, we're back in business. I'm glad Biombo uh, decided to stay, and I'm glad he's getting his money's worth. And everyone loves Bismack. Who who doesn't like Bismack Biombo? I mean, I didn't like him in Toronto when uh, LeBron and the Cavs were going against him because Biombo was a problem, dude. Like he was. Just oh yeah, like, yeah. You're a you're a LeBron fan. That's. Yeah. Nah, that could I'm not be me. Ron fam. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, could, that could not be me. Nah, nah. You... Uh, but uh, yeah. So uh, those have been the only additions to the team. Uh, it, it looks like Ife Lumberg isn't going to be on, on our roster going forward. Uh, wish him the best of luck. Uh, this sucks that we didn't get to see him more. Uh, I think he has a promising future in the NBA. So uh, hopefully that comes into. Uh, you know, kind of comes into his life and stuff. Uh, but um, besides that, uh, that that you know ends the additions to the team. But now let's talk about the last thing uh, that we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, it's the remaining uh, of the. <laughs> I'm literally disrespecting. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the rest of the uh, the free agents and stuff. We're going to talk about the top seven. Uh, uh, that uh, that are floating around right now. I thought Thomas Bryant was hold, holding yeah, off until the KD thing. Then literally the next night, uh, shit. dude got signed. So, shit, shit, shit. 
Uh, so with Thomas Bryant signing a one-year deal, uh, that that tells me that Dwight Howard isn't coming back. That's something to keep in mind. Uh, I think Dwight Howard will be solid, but we kind of need a starting, you know, center. It's like I would like to go after Portal or Turner or whoever, but uh, like Dwight Howard, I'll, I'll definitely keep in mind. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, he's unrestricted. He's out there. Uh, he can definitely still play starting center. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, uh, it doesn't look like he's coming back. Uh, they gave his number away to another player today. It's so, I think Troy, Troy Brown, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, Carmelo, uh, uh, Carmelo is uh, like out of the loop and – Maybe we should uh, target him because uh, he averages yeah. yeah. 13 points. Yeah, uh, he, let's, he let's get him for cheap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we can get him for cheap. Uh, no harm done. Uh, James Harden, he's probably going to sign a, uh, you know, an extension, whatever. He's unrestricted. Uh, he's probably staying back in Philly. Uh, Montres Harrell, I know he's dealing with a drug charge right now, but I would love Montres Harrell as our starting center. He hey man, even hard. do nothing for real. No, nah, I would love to. <laughs> if like if he, he signs the Suns, I'll, I'll start pushing that. But not, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, you're right. He plays hard. One thousand. He plays hard. He was a six man of the year at one point. Um, dude carries a chip on his shoulder. He doesn't play no fucking games. I would love Montres Harrell as our starting center. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, he's out there too. He's unrestricted. Um, he, like he's like he's a solid player. He really fumbled the bag with L.A., and I know he's trying to find his traction back into being in a more, um, you know, more of a important role. Uh, I know he wants to be a starter, but I don't see where a starting position can be for him at this point. But uh, he's a really good player, and his IQ is there. Uh, he doesn't make dumb decisions like that. And plus, Dennis Schroeder and Chris Paul, they have a relationship tailing back to OKC. So that's something to keep in mind. And then Colin Sexton, uh, he's restricted. I know Cleveland's probably going to want a bag back, but uh, I think Cleveland has something good going on right now. Uh, but uh, with all the ones that I listed, was there any uh, other free agents in mind for you, Nick? Um, I mean, you know, I'd like to get a like Carmelo, you know, for pretty cheap, but I don't think any of that's going to happen until KD gets moved. Because especially if KD does sign, then I wonder if we're going to have a snowball effect of a lot of veterans trying to just, you know, join Phoenix for like these one or two mil, you know, like minimum deals. So, right. yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would love a guy like Carmelo, you know, to come off the bench. That'd be insane, you know. Um, but no, nah, I mean, other than Carmelo, not really anyone that comes to mind, you know. I mean, uh, James, James Hart. No, I'm joking. I don't want James Hart. <laughs> that, that was just that, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, Cleveland can't afford Sexton, so they're gonna have to be forced to move him. I mean, I'll take him, I'm like, don't get me wrong. I like, I like Sexton, Sexton is cool, but he could be very campaign like, like just yeah. bad decision making, if not worse at times. Like, uh, there's a reason why the Cavaliers are better now without him, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, they just flow a lot better, and plus they just got Ricky Rubio back, so they're going to be a little bit better now. I would have loved Ricky Rubio back, but uh, Boogie would be good too. Uh, yeah, I, like Demarcus Cousins, but 
like him and Chris Paul, you know, uh, if, if they can f- uh, figure out that beef or whatever, and they just want to win, I mean, this, I mean, it could definitely work out. That would definitely be scary. But uh, Boogie, he's in Denver, right? Yeah, he's yeah. not even on that big of a contract. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. there's definitely going to be guys uh, ring chasing, you know, hitting up James Jones, uh, wanting to come. And James Jones, he's a smart guy. He's going to take on who he thinks will be vital to this team, especially uh, considering what the package is going to be for KD. At this point, I'm pretty sure we're getting KD. I'm like 95%, you know. But you never know, you know. I'm my biggest fear is that, you know, KD just he, he's like, you know what? I don't want the hassle. I'll just stay in Brooklyn, and Kyrie does the same thing, and it just fucks up everything. Yeah. So, but it's looking. Kyrie, do not like, mess this up. Don't mess this up, Kyrie. I swear to God. Yeah. So it looks like KD is, you know, he's very, uh, he's very set on his decision to come to Phoenix, which is double thumbs up for us. So, like, how this is probably going to play out is that we're not going to hear anything about this Kyrie and Russ thing for for a bit. There's going to be more talks about this KD stuff. And I think KD gets dealt before Kyrie does. If not, uh, as soon as Kyrie gets traded for Russ or whatever the package is, expect KD to get traded within a couple of days of that. So... Let's hope uh, Sean Marks and James Jones talk. Oh, look, Iverson just said that. Uh, Yeah, Uh, let's hope uh, that they talk during summer league. I think they can figure some things out. And if we can keep Mikel while acquiring Kevin Durant, that's the biggest win in Arizona sports history. No, no, history is crazy. So uh, with that being said, uh, did you want to add anything more to that, Nick, uh, before uh, we head out of here? Oh, no, that's honestly about it. Just, um, yeah, this is going to be an interesting next couple weeks. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if we see, like, Booker and Kevin Durant sitting next to each other at Summer League with maybe a couple Suns players. Like, right. just saying. We saw it with LeBron and AD, so d- do not be surprised if that does happen. Right, right. Like, and again, if, if you're just joining in right now, uh, I'm seeing the viewer count. It, it, it's gone up a bit. Uh, no matter what happens with DA tomorrow, it's not going to kill the Kevin Durant deal. Okay. It's, yeah. It makes things a little weird and we have to look at, it, uh, look at it through a different lens, but it does not kill the deal. So don't listen to Legion Hoops. Don't listen to Hoop Central. Don't listen to what, whatever analyst has not, to say. Nothing. Uh, Especially no, no Jake Fisher. No Jake Fisher. No, just block no Jake Fisher. So, like, uh, do your research and, you know, look at the, the possibilities when they're laid out to you. Like, you know, like, you'll see that there's always an angle to go at. And if we have to sign and trade DA or we have to match an offer, it really doesn't matter. It just we have to tackle things at a different angle, especially if Katie wants to come to Phoenix. He's going to end up here anyway. So, you know, take that as you will. But uh, that – uh, for me, concludes uh, you know the he's on fire uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, Evan couldn't make it. Anna couldn't make it, and I really want to get this information out because I thought it was important for the people that haven't heard it yet. Uh, Nick, I appreciate you joining. Uh, you know, just joining and talking. You know, the sons. You know, 
<laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, so course, we're, like we're we're gonna have we we have our ringers on. We we have our notifications on. We're gonna be looking at our phone every five seconds, and yeah. it's gonna like I feel like it's gonna happen. I don't think. It's gonna happen in the next day. I mean, it could. It could happen in the next five days. It can happen in the next week, couple weeks, like whatever. You know, I. But I'm pretty sold that Katie will be here to start the season. So yeah. I think the season officially starts in uh, September. So some like yeah, because summer so, league is going on really soon, if not now. Yeah, I I think it just started. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah. I know, like the pre-tournaments, not the full-on assembly where it's all the teams, but like this is just some Vegas bullshit they're doing right now. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just you know, uh, read your information carefully. Don't take you know other insiders, you know, stuff to heart. You know, just like just close it down and just just you know just push it forward and you know listen for flex. He hasn't been wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, listen to Flex, y'all, please. Flex is law. So uh again, thank you, Nick, for joining me. Uh, uh this was great. I'm glad that you're able to join and we were able to push this out. Uh again, uh check out uh Spex's channel on YouTube. It will be in the description of the video. He makes great NBA content, not just sun stuff. Uh, but uh also check out the Coast to Coast podcast with Dan Duarte and uh, Flex from Jersey. They're the ones pushing out information. Uh, follow Dan. Uh, uh, his his following count isn't high compared to Flex. <laughs> so give him no, a follow. Yeah, he, yeah. He's pretty yes. funny. Uh, then uh, and then uh, just show love to all the other um, his sons. Uh, uh, you know all, all the sons uh, creators and stuff. Uh, sons Jam Session. Sons Geek. Yeah, Sons uh, Geek. That's my boy. That's it. That's uh, the Aussie Suns fans, so shout out to them too. Oh yeah, yeah, he just followed me today. Yeah, like all, all these guys are great, uh, you know, great content always. So uh, show show them some love. It's a downtime right now, not a lot of things happening. So uh, just support them. Uh, uh, e- even at PHNX too, uh, you know, uh, show them some love too because they're pushing out as much content as they can with as little stuff uh, as we do. So. Um, again, uh, thank you for everybody that joined tonight. Uh, I appreciate you coming out, uh, especially with um, all the guys not being here. Uh, yeah. Nick, thank you for joining. And if you guys have any questions, just hit us up on Twitter and we'll answer them. But uh, we'll see you next time, maybe on the After Dark show. Uh, thank you and have a good one, y'all. Yep, take care, y'all. And that's a wrap. I'm not. I'm on ten minutes of sleep right now. Like this free agency been kicking my ass lately. Right. God, this thing is taking forever to end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it's still going. Yeah.